Hello everyone, welcome. It's Sunday, October 13th edition of Living Life. You know, just recently our church had to add a early morning service. And the reason why was because there are many, many teachers and many, many people who are serving at the main times that were not able to go to the afternoon service. So they said, Pastor Sam, we just need service. And so, okay, let's do a 9.30 service then. The first thing, the first thing that I had to set up before anything else was to make sure that there was a clear accountability and a process for offering. Why? Why is that? Because at any point, if that is not handled correctly, not only will it affect that service, but it'll affect the pastor, it'll affect the whole church, in respect to how they look at me, look at the leadership, because that, the financial accountability, is huge in a church, especially when these people are giving their hard-earned money as an offering unto, the unto God, and they're offering into the church. The church members want to see a very detailed account of what's going on with our offerings given to God, and so should be, right? That's correct that it needs to be that way. And in the same way, God is giving that clear standard of offering and the handling of the offering in today's passage. Let's take a look at that today. Leviticus chapter 22, verses 1 through 16. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to treat with respect the sacred offerings the Israelites consecrate to me, so they will not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Say to them, for the generations to come, if any of your descendants is ceremonially unclean and yet comes near the sacred offerings that the Israelites consecrate to the Lord, that person must be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. If a descendant of Aaron has a defiling skin disease or a bodily discharge, he may not eat the sacred offerings until he is cleansed. He will also be unclean if he touches something defiled by a corpse or by anyone who has an emission of semen. Or if he touches any crawling thing that makes him unclean, or any person who makes him unclean, whatever the uncleanness may be. The one who touches any such thing will be unclean till evening. He must not eat any of the sacred offerings unless he has bathed himself with water. When the sun goes down, he will be clean, and after that he may eat the sacred offerings, for they are his food. He must not eat anything found dead or torn by wild animals, and so become unclean through it. I am the Lord. The priests are to perform my service in such a way that they do not become guilty and die for treating it with contempt. I am the Lord who makes them holy. 
No one outside a priest's family may eat the sacred offering, nor may the guests of a priest or his hired worker eat it. But if a priest buys a slave with money, or if slaves are born in his household, they may eat his food. If a priest's daughter marries anyone other than a priest, she may not eat any of the sacred contributions. But if a priest's daughter becomes a widow or is divorced, yet has no children, and she returns to live in her father's household as in her youth, she may eat her father's food. No unauthorized person, however, may eat it. Anyone who eats a sacred offering by mistake must make restitution to the priest for the offering and add a fifth of the value to it. The priests must not desecrate the sacred offerings the Israelites present to the Lord by allowing them to eat the sacred offerings and so bring upon them guilt requiring payment. I am the Lord who makes them holy. So today's passage comes from Leviticus chapter 22, verses 1 to 16, and has everything to do with how to handle the sacred offering that comes in to the temple, that comes in to the house of God. Now, there's a lot of details here. First and foremost, it is an offering to God. This is a sacred, this is a sacred activity. And the money is also sacred. This is not just something where you receive uh, your money from work and then all of a sudden you put it in your pocket. And, oh, what, what am I going to do with them some money? I'm going to do whatever. It's not that. It is offering that is given unto the Lord. So those numbers at the end of every church's budget and account is holy. How about thinking about offering in that way? That, that kind of gives you a different perspective, doesn't it? Well, you know, in the details of offering, we have to think about a few things. Not only are we giving it to God, but God also uses it, right? He uses it for His glory, whether um, it was for the sustaining of the people of Israel, and same with us in our modern times, the sus sustenance of the church, whether that is, you know, paying for the building or maintenance or whatever it is. And also it is for the highlighting of God's name. It does take money to evangelize and go to missions and do all that, right? So God is using that to continue to glorify himself and make his name great. But also at the same time, that money is also given to uh, priests and, and pastors so that they can also sustain in their lifestyle. And the scriptures have clearly shown that that is okay. So in the midst of all this, we have to think as Christians and as people who are giving offering, do we know what's going on with this giving? Do you know how it's handled? Do you know what the church is doing in terms of using the sacred offering, do you know how they're using it? Is there certain areas where they need accountability? Or is there certain areas where the way that they are using their money, the church's money or God's offering, where it's lopsided? For example, maybe they're not using it so much for missions and evangelism, and they're using it too much for other things. Have you taken a look in? Have you taken a look? at the church's budget. This is very, very important because I think not only is it important for the health of the church, 
for us to have a balanced and a full, holy understanding of God's offering that people have given. But it's very, very important to see that the people of God, the priests and the leaders are using this money effectively to glorify God. You know, and if we don't, I'll give you, I'll, I'll be very honest. There's many, many churches that have actually broken up and have just actually closed the doors because of the lack of accountability of the offering that was given to, to the Lord. I'll give you an example. There was a, a I'm, and I'm not going to name all these names. I'm not going to be very specific, but just recently a church closed down in the area of Seattle. Uh, what I was hearing was that this pastor was using certain amounts of this funding to fund his own endeavors, perhaps business. Now, I don't know all the details. And I'm just giving you a general illustration, all right? So don't get too crazy about this, but I just heard that these things are taking place. And I know for a fact that I heard many stories like this, whether it's a Korean church or other churches that have shut down because pastors and leaders did not take this offering seriously. Guess what? God takes it seriously. And I've heard other churches where people started leaving the church because when they saw the activity of the church and they saw how they were putting certain fundings, they just said, man, this just doesn't make sense as a church. Why are we putting in so much money in these things that just fulfills our flesh when it's really, we need to use these things to glorify God. You know, God will not be mocked. He will not be mocked in his, and, and he is very mindful that these even these even pennies or 10 cents or every cent that comes in with the heart of God's people giving to God in thanksgiving, God is super serious about that. So therefore, I have a couple of application points for you. The first thing that I'm going to ask you is, how is the church using God's holy offering? How is the church using God? Do you know about that? Do you go to town hall meetings? If you guys are people who are members of the church who tithe and who give offering, I really challenge you and encourage you to take a look at the church's spending. If it's all about just maintenance or if, it's, if people's salaries are perhaps a little inflated or whatever, I, I think it's time for you to speak up a little bit. I'm not, I'm not saying for you to just get crazy. No, I'm not saying that. Be, just be mindful, ask questions. And really be able to say, this is the, uh, the kind of accountability that we have. And this is how we are using uh, the money that's coming on in. And I am proud of it because it's advancing God's kingdom and it's glorifying God. I would like for us to have that kind of accountability and for you to extend that kind of accountability to the church for the holy offerings that's given to God. So in closing, I'd like to ask you a few questions. First and foremost, is your offering a holy offering unto God? It's not just a giving. It's really a holy offering that you give to the Lord. And secondly, how is your church handling the receiving and also the use of God's sacred offering that the people are giving to the Lord? This is very, very important because all those details 
really highlight where our heart is, really highlight how important this thing is. So check, check how the church handles the money, check where the money is going to, is it really glorifying God or not? Check how the church is paying even the priest, because that's very important too. Not too much, but not too little. There's got to be a standard uh, you know, amount of living for every pastor and a leader. So make sure that, although it may not be too much, that it's also not little, so that there's some justice there as well. So with that, let me pray for us. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you that you are a God who is worthy, Lord God, of our offerings. Lord God, in so many ways, first and foremost, our bodies, but also um, just our monetary offerings that we give unto you because, Lord God, you are so great and so awesome. And all the things that you have given to us, this is a symbol of our thanksgiving. Lord, would you use that to glorify yourself and to advance the kingdom? We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This program is produced Stepping in closer, see you.